Praise the Lord, everyone. I am so thankful to God for being a God of second chances, a God of truth, a God of love, and a God of long suffering. The Lord Jesus is truly worthy to be praised. And today, I just want to lift up his name. To those reading this blog or listening to this podcast, if you don't know Jesus, I'm here to tell you to try him. He will not disappoint you. Jesus is the best thing that has ever happened in my life. Without him, I have no idea where I would be right now. Yes, I do. I would be lost, hopeless, full of despair, and on my way to hell. But glory be to God for his wonderful son, Jesus, and his sacrifice on the cross of Calvary. I was reading the KJV Bible verse of the day in Job, where it says, For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. Job 19.25 Our Redeemer lives. He's up out of the grave. Death could not hold him, and he's now alive forevermore. The first fruit of the resurrected. Jesus redeemed believers back to God through the blood he shed. Because of his sacrifice, we can live with him in heaven forever and ever. I'm here to give a simple message. Let go of the world. Don't keep holding on to things that don't bring you contentment and that don't give you fulfillment or true happiness. As my pastor preached today on his spiritual radio show, happiness can only be found in Jesus. The world is full of distractions that will keep forever our minds off of the truth. If we don't take a good hard look at ourselves in the mirror and really see what is most important, is a career making six or seven figures a year really worth your soul? What about the time spent chasing after dreams, ambitions, and worldly gain? Is it worth missing an opportunity to walk the streets of gold on the new earth or eating from the tree of life that yields its monthly fruit for the healing of the nations? Let's not let eternal life slip through our hands because the devil kept us preoccupied with chasing after every little thing in the world. One day, Jesus will come back and judge the whole world. He asked a question now, for what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Matthew sixteen twenty six. So we end up obtaining most, if not all of our dreams and goals and have everyone in awe of over us because of our vast array of accomplishments, feats and grand prizes. Our Instagram feeds are even loaded down with pictures and videos of the most enviable things one can imagine that shout, I've made it. But what will they mean when we die? We can't take anything with us. Not so much as what's in our hand. And most importantly, what if Jesus comes back? Will we be ready? I was studying today in Matthew 25 about 10 virgins. Jesus called five of them wise and five of them foolish. The five foolish virgins carried lamps with them, but had no oil. While the five wise virgins carried lamps and had their oil in their vessels. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, there was a cry made, behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all the virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you, 
but go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. I'm sure the five foolish virgins got caught up in the cares of this life and just honestly thought they had time to go out and get them all before the bridegroom arrived. Kind of like it is today. People don't seem to have time for Jesus. He's an inconvenience right at the current moment. Hip hop is more appealing. Politics holds a greater importance. The latest Netflix binge-worthy show takes center stage for people. Not today, Jesus, they say, but I'll get around to you sooner or later. But here's what Jesus said happened to the five foolish virgins who didn't think enough of the bridegroom to be prepared ahead of time. Afterward came also the other virgins saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. The five foolish virgins tried to run quickly and get their precious oil before the bridegroom arrived, but it was too late. He had come, letting those who were ready, and then shut the door. The five foolish virgins knocked and begged the Lord to open the door and let them into the marriage. But the Lord said something nobody at the end of the world is going to want to hear. He never knew them. All the time we waste on seeking the cares of this life and putting off Jesus is only separating us further from our Savior. Getting wrapped up in worldly pleasures and sensual things keep us from forming a pure fellowship with Jesus day and night. Just know if we refuse to draw near to God, then he will refuse to draw near to us. Jesus' message is very clear to all of us. Stop putting off our salvation thinking we have plenty of time to get it right with God. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Matthew 25, 13. We don't know when Jesus will burst those clouds asunder, where he's coming back to take his people to live and reign with him for a thousand years. It could be, it could be tonight. It could be tomorrow. It could be 500 years from now. But one thing is for certain, death is for sure. We all have a date with death at some point and continuing in sin and pleasure and having no clue about what it takes to go to heaven is a sure fire way to end up dead sooner rather than later and in hell waiting on the God of this world to join. For whoso findeth me findeth life and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me loveth death. Proverbs 8, 35 and 36. It was once appointed unto man to die once, but then after this, the judgment. We will all give an account for every deed done in our mortal bodies, whether they be good or evil. We cannot neglect so great a salvation as Jesus Christ and think we will escape the wrath of God. Yes, God is a loving God, as I said earlier, and he is a long-suffering maker. But at some point, God will cut off the wicked and those who love the world. Remember, to be a friend of the world is to be an enemy of God's. Make sure today to turn your heart completely to Jesus. Whatever stronghold Satan has in your life when it comes to the world, pray to Jesus to loose its hold on you. The devil has gone out with great wrath because he knows his time is short. And the word of God says he deceiveth the whole world. The whole entire world Satan has tricked, beguiled, lied to, misled, and manipulated 
because he wants everyone to end up in hell with him. Don't end up in hell with a fallen angel who once was in heaven. Satan had his chance and chose to rebel against the one who gave him life and great authority. Now he wants to rob all of us of heaven's gates. Say, no thanks, devil. I'd rather suffer with the people of God and be saved than to live in pleasure for a season and be damned for eternity. May the Lord bless you all greatly this day. I love you all with a godly love and pray each of you who know Jesus keep getting stronger in the Lord. And for those of you who don't know Jesus, he's wonderful. He's food for our souls. He's the bread of life that came down from heaven and gave us life more abundantly when we turn to him. May the Lord have a great blessing today. Until next time, bye.